Aj, we need to have a discussion about the possibility that there are ramifications to, uh, well, to McCall's four one one yesterday. Oh, AJ McCall on VFX. Aj seven in with McCall out. Uh, so yesterday, one of the big stories was, of course, that the sixty minutes interview had featured the whistleblower for Facebook dropping all their secrets and all their knowledge. And so, of course, we talked about that. And, of course, Facebook goes down. Yeah, with that, and we also piled on a little bit by talking about the fact that, yeah, Facebook kind of sucks, like, all the time. It like, does. I'm not a Facebook guy. Like, I have to, I do it because I have to, I'm a marketing director, but I'm not a, yeah, mm-mm, no. Well, I'm not, it's not even that for me. I'm with you on that. It's just the fact that they keep changing it, so it's not fun. I miss like, the old confusing. layout, man. Yeah. You can't share things Well, then you got, way. like, ads popping up, like, every other feed post. You know, I get friend requests from people in like Russia, China, Taiwan. That's just because they've heard of your great work. They've yeah, heard of you that, and they just well, want to continue. They've to listened friends. to VFX in the yeah, morning on, you know, utahsvfx.com and they're like, yo, I want to be friends with this dude, the so Brown Mamba. Conveniently, all that happens. And then yesterday, for quite a while, actually, like six, seven hours, I think at least, Facebook, Instagram, down. I wish that was permanent. <laughs> yeah, I think I could actually make do. Twitter, Twitter, I'd be fine. Twitter and TikTok. I use like, TikTok for entertainment and Twitter for news. I mean, Twitter is toxic as all get out. Oh, definitely. Right? No I denied. mean, it is. You could you could put a picture of a cute penguin holding an adorable puppy, and then people are going to be like, "Penguins are the worst animal ever." <laughs> that dog is ugly. You know, like they'd find a way to hate it. In Facebook, it's going to be just a bunch of ads responding to your post. And on Instagram, it's going to be a bunch of people you have no idea who who they are, but they're being extremely nice to you, and that's creeping you out. That's creeping. <laughs> okay. But well, uh, it sounds like you had some, some bad experiences. I, I'm glad that you got a little bit of a reprieve there mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Glad mm-hmm. to hear it. Uh, actually, uh, we're talking about bad. Uh, I want to talk about the, uh, the weather, honestly, because it looks like we're finally trending towards – Fall, hopefully we get a little bit of fall weather and not actual full-on winter weather. As McCall tells me all the time, that fall doesn't exist in the state of Utah. But uh, if you watch football at all, it was a torrential downpour most of the game that happened Sunday night. And I was curious, what is the worst weather you've ever been caught in? Because people actively chose to stand in that Mm -hmm. to watch the game. It was worth it. Sunday night during the football game, people sat out at a torrential downpour. Last night, there was a weather delay somehow in the football game, despite the fact that they were in a domed stadium. And I was just curious as we head towards winter, because I have made a couple of calls where I'm like, hey, you know what? It's pretty snowy in the canyon. I think I'm going to pass just for safety measure. AJ McCall on VFX, AJ subbing in. What is the lousiest weather you've sat through for whatever? Sporting event, concert, whatever you went to. What weather did you subjugate yourself? And you're like, no. I'm here, man. That's easy. Uh, two years ago, Utah State, Colorado State, I was a sideline guy. Um, and it was just, a, I mean, it snowed like crazy. This is in October. And it's just, it's pouring snow. And then um, it stops and turns into rain, like which is like pretty much sleet at this point. And I'm sitting there holding this mic and this headset, freezing my butt off. And I'm like, in the, and it's still the first half. Uh, and I have to go switch out some things. I go back up to the press box, and I'm going to switch out some stuff. And my play-by-play guy turns around and says, hey, we're good. We don't need to do anymore. We're good. We, we're not going to interview coach today. And I was like, are you serious? I just stood out there for a quarter and a half, okay? And I, I got frostbite, all right? I'm from 
people from India shouldn't have to suffer through such misery. Uh, one, uh, my senior year in high school, uh, we were playing lacrosse. Actually, I think it was my junior year. Take it back. It was my junior year, and I was uh, low in varsity. So I played the junior varsity game. We play the varsity game, and I'm in. And it it pours. It just dumps the whole game. It's just it's raining sideways. It's coming down. It looked like it looked like that game where it just if you catch the lights, it just looks like there's sleeves oh, of yeah. gray coming. Yeah. So I get to play a little bit, but I stand there the whole game. I'm wearing I'm wearing just my shorts and my jersey. Like that's what I'm wearing. I go home and just take this stuff off and just let it down, and it just goes plump. It weighed like fifty pounds. I had just gotten absolutely drained. It was. And I I actually remember telling. Uh, the girl I was dating at the time, I was like, you know, everyone talks about how romantic it is to get caught in the rain. I was like, I don't want to be in the rain for a while. Like, if it rains, I want to be inside. Like, I've, I've had enough. I was soaked to the bone. Oh, it's the absolute That's worst. That's the worst. It's like having a sports game in the cold weather. I've done it with baseball. I've done it with football. And I've done it, like, in soccer. Like, one time, I, would, like, I think for almost the entire half, I had my hands down my shorts. And I was trying to play soccer. I feel for everybody. I was still pretty effective. My question is, did it change for you? Because uh, I Ashley and I bought tickets. I want to say it was to go see the Utes basketball team a couple years ago, and it was a night game, and it was, in, it was you know it's basketball season, so it's in the winter, and it snowed real hard, and we decided not to go because we wanted to make the drive to the through the canyon and back through the canyon. So I was like, oh, let's talk about VFX. Like, when's the last time we canceled? It's so many people are like, doesn't matter what the weather is. I'm driving through the canyon. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, that kind of terrifies me because like I know what. Utah's general approach is to turning their lights on. I'm like, I'm, no, pass. Like, we didn't feel comfortable doing it. We're not going to do it. Is it the same case for you, or you just, when it comes to driving through, you're like, whatever, I can do it. I'm used no, to it. No, I don't. I, I don't have the guts. I'm too scared. Like, it's one thing to go play a game or be a part of a game where there's bad weather. It's another thing to go drive through that weather with about 50 other psychotic people. Thank you. No, I'm one, with you on this one. Okay, 100% with you. A rare agreement between AJ and AJ. Maybe that's the thing you're paranoid about. Before you say, no, guys, no, I'm not paranoid about anything. Don't be ridiculous. Like, I have real fears, but not general paranoia. Um, Yeah, you're about to be disproven on that real quick. Ajay's trying to tell me that people uh, don't don't get paranoid. He's not paranoid. Not paranoid about a thing. I can prove it to you that you're wrong. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group Debate at 8 on VFX. Ajay in for McCall. This ought to be a good debate. What do you do when uh, you flip the lights off and you got to go upstairs? Okay. Now we're just taking little pot shots. It's not here. a pot shot. What's your problem? It's not a pot shot. What did shot? I do to you this morning? Answer the question. What do you do when you turn the light off and you have to go up the stairs? I sprint. Exactly. I need the exercise. Like, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm a big boy, too. I'm not going to comment on that. But my point is, you are. You know what I do each day when I go out to work? Because generally, you know, at five in the morning, it's dark. I make sure to look in my back seat that nothing is in there before yeah, I get in my actually, car. Okay. I may or may not have watched a scary movie yesterday. And then when I got in my car and it was pure dark, I checked the back seat to make sure nobody was laying in the car. Yeah. Every time. I didn't lock it. When I walk by my driver's window, every time I look in the back seat to make sure there's nothing in there before I get okay. into my car. Do you want to hear a great story? I absolutely would love to hear a great story. This is going to totally prove my whole entire theory wrong, and I'm about to just confess everything. <laughs> but so be it. You know what? You dart, you started it. I'll finish it. So I, I help out with the radio broadcast, you know, for football games. Right, yeah. And my job is to go down to the sideline at halftime, hand the mic to coach, ask him a couple questions about, you know, the game, and then be, go from there. I got all the way down to the field, and I was like, did I turn our wireless mic on, like the mic that I have in my hand? And you have to turn it on from the press box. 
I ran down to the field, sat there, and I was like, did I turn the wireless mic on? I don't think I did. Maybe I did. No, I didn't. Maybe I did. So then guess what I did? I sprinted all the way up back to the top of the press box just to find out that everything was just fine, then sprinted all the way back down to the field, made it before half, thank goodness. Another story, that wreck I was talking about is because I thought I forgot my gear. Ugh. And I was like, wait, did oh, I forget Jake. my gear? Did I bring it? No, I brought it. Yes, I did. Turned around, swung right into the barrier. <sighs> paranoia so, will get you. So I just want to point out, AJ was vehement that he was not paranoid. It just clearly might be the most paranoid you person in the cash valley. You are a jerk. What did I do to you, <laughs> so, huh? So speaking of football, so Fridays, this, it exists in my household. So Fridays, I got to do, I do high school broadcasts, right? I do Mountain Crest. You do a great job. Thank you. So it's it, they're later-ish evenings. It's dark, right? Yeah. So Ashley's at home. She usually does homework or whatever because she's got part of the night to herself while I'm out in, in uh, Hiram. Every time I come home, and I'm, I'm good with locking the doors. Whenever I'm at home, like this, this afternoon, I'll go home, doors locked. Yep. I'm not, I'm not one of you Utah people who's like, ah, it's fine. It's all rainbows and butterflies. But Ashley will lock the door. She'll turn the alarm system on. She'll cuddle up on her blanket because she's just, t- I, th- I think she's borderline afraid of the dark. I think she is borderline afraid of the dark. Why are you bringing Ashley? You have issues, too. That's probably you. You grab your I, stuff, teddy bear. I admit that I'm paranoid. I talked about it. I do. I, I run up the stairs. I check my back seat. We have definitely a saw-looking room in our basement that I do not like being down around. I may pick up my step when I go down there by myself in the dark. I'm totally, yeah, absolutely. Dude, for some reason, while I was sitting there playing video games late last night, some creepy movie creeped into my head. And I and I you know I was just and there was a hallway light on, so I was fine. But then this movie starts creeping into my head. So then I get up and I turn on every single dang light downstairs. Every <laughs> light possible. Yeah, just to be safe. Turned on the volume, cranked it up loud. Yeah, dude, I can't do this anymore. You know what's funny is that the paranoia does not kick in when it comes to setting things on fire. Almost again last night I set a pizza box on fire. Did not realize it was in the oven when I went to preheat it to make uh, How cornbread. How in the world, AJ? I thought they were gone. I legitimately thought we ate all the cinnamon twists, but we didn't. See, that was just stupidity. I yeah, look, maybe admit it right now. Maybe it is. Okay. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, I actually thought about it some more and examined that, and those cinnamon twists were Ashley's. I left them for her, and she didn't eat them. So her fault. Just so we're all clear. I didn't know that it was supposed to be in there. I feel like you're full of crap right now. I'm not. They were left for her. I had eaten mine. I had left some for her because it was leftover remnants from when we ordered pizza. She didn't eat it. Her fault. Very loving of you, AJ. Look. Very kind of you. Truest form of love is the ability to be honest with that those who you care about most when they need to hear it. <laughs> okay, Einstein. I didn't say be mean. I said be honest. It's her fault. Speaking of brutal honesty, Florida is just a flat-out crazy place. i got to tell you, I've been there a couple times, but not in a long, long time, and I'm just afraid it's changed for the worst. Would you say that you're overconfident, Ajay? I'm egotistical. <laughs> Sounds about the same. But not overconfident. <laughs> Stranger Bridge in Florida, not on VFX. AJ McCall. Ajay 7 in for McCall, which means he's going to be on your team while I have the stories, and he is, in fact, undefeated. No jinxing, no none of that, just stating simple facts. Story number one today, a, a man decided, I'm going to stop drinking. It's a good change in his life, right? Yeah. Going to make that personal Why change. Not? Good for you. Problem is, he decided instead of drinking alcohol, he was going to start eating metal nails, screws, screws, nuts, and knives. Doctors removed more than two pounds of metal from his insides. What? 
You could hear him coming as he walked. It was. Edward Scissorhands. Seriously, he's going for it. Story number two, a shooting range uh, had to be temporarily closed because authorities investigated and there were complaints that the bullets from the shooting range were striking neighboring homes. Oh, my gosh. Look, I'll, I'll own a shooting range. I've been to a few, but I feel like one of the first things you would double check is, hey, are there any holes in which the bullets could potentially escape? <laughs> oh, there's homes over there? We're good. We're fine. <laughs> and then they have there's homes in the neighborhood. You make sure it's safe distance away. And then story number three. A man got caught this past weekend with uh, meth. He tried to get out of it by saying, no, 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 no. It's medicinal. It's fine. It's medical. It's totally cool. No. Come on. You're ruining it for all of us. <laughs> speak for yourself. Normally, I get to say this outrageous thing, but speak for yourself there, Ajay. <laughs> you know, I thought it got bad enough yesterday when Ajay was like, yeah, let's go get some blizzards with some sweet and sour sauce on it. No, we doubled down today. We're going to eat screws and nails. That just, hey, I mean, if you want to fill yourself up, go ahead. Mm. Hey, <laughs> McCall on VFX for Stranger Bridgeland, Florida. Not uh, AJ fill it in. I gotta tell you, I'm sure I'm, it can't. No, it can't be filling. That's gotta be because like you can't digest it. There's no way it's filling. Well, she's gonna sit there. So yeah, if you want people to know when you're coming and before you actually get there, uh, yeah. Uh, can I get uh, three screws and uh, one butcher knife, please? Yeah, yeah a little great. sweet and sour on the side. I just I, I gotta have something <laughs> Give me to some dip ranch. Them. Gotta have something to dip them in. <laughs> Uh, Kelly, let me just ask you this. What is your confidence level on Ajay? Just out of curiosity. I know he's undefeated, but that means at some point, like, his streak's got to come to an end, right? Behind you 100%. Ooh, he has instilled great confidence in you, Ajay. Well, why not? I'm the brown mamba. Story number one, a man decided that he had had enough of drinking. He was going to cut it out of his system, which is a great decision to make. The problem is, is that he decided to go with, like, substitution therapy and replace it with something else. And you're like, okay, uh, juice. Uh, anything else. He said, no, 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 metal. Metal is absolutely what I need. Screws, knives, all that. It's going to be delicious. Doctors had to remove some uh, several pounds from his system. <laughs> you laugh, but that's not fun. I mean, that just is bad. I, I, no, like, I, even as a kid, I was never like, hey, let's put this metal in my mouth. Never a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was never a thing. Story number two State officials temporarily closed the shooting range in one of the 50 states. The reason why? Well, they found out that uh, neighboring homeowners were complaining that, uh, well, bullets were striking homes. And I got to tell you, the whole reason I have a shooting range is a safe place to shoot. Uh, I, I think the first thing I would do is make sure my walls weren't Swiss cheese every once in a while to make sure the bullets didn't find their way through. What the heck? Yeah, it's about my response, too, actually. I mean, how? Like, how? What? I would be... No, terrified of that. Be like, uh, no, I, yeah. there's going to be a safe distance, right? Or put up some Kevlar vest, uh, something. Kids, why don't you go put the sheep away? We don't want them getting killed. Seriously. And then story number three, a guy was riding his bike at 2.45 in the morning. Cops stopped him because his bike didn't have lights. Apparently he had an outstanding warrant but because he, he didn't show up in court for drug charges. He then doubled down on that because the uh, cops found two glass pipes, a third of an ounce of meth on him. And when they asked why, he said, no, wait, 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 wait hold on, hold on. It's medicinal. It's fine. It's medical. I, that's, I, I got a card not. here for me somewhere. <laughs> just put your hands behind your back and shut up. I mean, what, that's that's not as bad as the. It's not mine. It's not. I just yeah. I was holding over these pants for my friends or whatever. That's so 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 stupid. But let me just ask before I even let Aj jump in here, Kelly. What are you thinking here? 
Ah, dang. Ah, ah, man, I'm iffy. I'm iffy on what to do. Ah, it's, it's either one or three. I'm pretty positive it's one or three. Okay, um, so here is uh, – Kelly, I'm sitting with you. It's either one or three. One just sounds absolutely insane, almost to the point that it's not truthful. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. That's fair. <laughs> so if it I'm gonna go. Like, no, I, I'm gonna say just it sounds so crazy. It's, it's too crazy to be true. But I mean, number three sounds about as Florida as it gets for me. So Kelly and myself, our final answer is story number three. Good news for you. It is story number three because I really, I thought I was wrong. Fun fact, story number one, Lithuania, of all places. Good God! <laughs> Congratulations, Kelly. You win a pair of tickets to the Cash Valley Parade at Homes. Hang on the line, and we'll get you all taken care of. It's all good. It's all good. I don't know that there's a way that you could. You know how, like, in America, we deep fry everything? Yeah. I don't think there's a way for me to make, like, a screw look good, because you can't chew it. Doesn't matter how many times yeah, you like, deep fry. When you eat that, like, what is exactly going through your head? By the way, Metal. I tell a story like when I when I got pulled over one time by a cop. Oh, uh, okay. I, you know what? We'll come back to that. I hope this doesn't end with you getting arrested. But the bonus, Florida not, will continue with Ajay getting pulled over by the cop. I'm in. Big congratulations to Kelly. He wins Florida not today on VFX. Who knew we had a resident criminal subbing in this week? Well, the early part of this week with me, AJ McCall at VFX. Ajay subbing in for McCall while she's out. And he was like, hey, remember that one time I got arrested or something like that? <laughs> I, I think that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Resident criminal. What happened when you got pulled over? Okay, so uh, this was like uh, 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I was driving my car. Uh, we were coming back from a uh, playing a baseball game. So there's three of us in the there's four of us in the car. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this police officer pulls me over um, around 14 North. And I was like, dude, like 10 speed. I just made a left turn. Light was green. We're good. Uh, I'm not sure what this is about. So the officer pulls up, you know, and he asks you, hey, do you know what? I pulled you over. And I was like, I got to be honest. No, but it can't be that bad. And then, uh, and then he's like, uh, well, your lights weren't on. And I was like, wait, what? And so I guess when I signal, I actually turn my lights off, but it's so bright. Like in, you know, cause all the lights on main street, they don't even notice. Fair enough. I'll buy that. So that's why he kind of bought it, but he <laughs> took my license registration. He goes back, you know, comes back and he goes, do you want to go to jail tonight? And I was like, okay, okay, yeah, you fetch wipe, come on, you know, and he looked like, he looked like um, Einstein, like did long hair and a long mustache. And I was like, all right, dude, you got jokes, let's play, huh? You want to go, daddy? So anyways, he, uh, he's like, "Uh, sir, this, this registration, the sticker's still on the paper. And I'm like, what do you mean sticker? And he goes, the sticker is still on the paper. I'm like, what sticker? I don't know. What are you talking about, man? And he goes, that sticker is supposed to go on your license plate on the back of the car. And I'm like, are you really? And he looks at the other three people in the car and he's like, did he really not know that? And they're like, nah, dude, promise you. He's from India. <laughs> he had no freaking clue. At least you got it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I really had no idea. So he takes me outside the car. He shows me how to put on the sticker, That's and I'm like, of him. and I'm like, ten years into my driving life, and I had no idea oh, that there man. was a sticker. Well, at least you still have the sticker, yeah, so it's still registered. Yeah, yeah so it's still registered. So that was good. <laughs> but then he's like, uh, he's like, you're not doing any drugs, right? And I was like, no, I just, 
I just got done playing a baseball game and we got beat 30 to 1, but I feel like doing drugs right now, he's to like, be honest with like, you. Criminal says what? So we're sitting there playing, like, so we're sitting there chatting about how we suck at baseball. All of a sudden, I like reach in for a hug with the guy for some reason because I'm just oh. thrilled I didn't get arrested. And he's just kind of like arms behind his back. I'm hugging him. And he's I walk away. Now. And, uh, you know, AJ, because in India, we didn't put stickles on, on, on the cameras. I got you. So, uh, they were always <laughs> registered. Would you like to hear my crazy cop pullover story? Yes. So uh, I don't know if you, you're you're into video games, but for those who aren't, occasionally they do midnight releases of things. So you can go like wait at a store, and at midnight they'll release the game because it comes out the next day. Mm-hmm. So I was living up on campus. My buddy was in town at the mall for a midnight release, and I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, oh, I'll go stand in line and shoot the breeze with him. So I'm driving out to the mall, and I get to this busy turn section. And normally, it's one of those ones where you turn and you there's two lanes you can get into. Normally, I used to get in the I would get in the right one because that's the way I would go home because that's the route I took home. So I turn and I get in the right lane and I go, oh wait, no, I'm going to the mall. I need to get into the left one because I'm eventually going to turn left. So I do this huge banana wheel turn. Mm-hmm. So I do that. Cop pulls me over. Yep. Yep. So, so he put, comes up, he goes, you know, I pull you over. And I go, I don't know. And he goes, well, you did that huge banana tour. Turn and I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. No clue. And he goes, he goes, where are you going tonight? And I go, this is going to sound great. I said, so I'm going to the mall. Yeah. It is like 1130 in the middle of the night. And he goes, son, the mall is closed. I said, yeah, no, no, I know. My, my friend's there for a midnight release. I'm going to go hang out with him while he waits in line. You've been crying tonight, son? Your eyes look a little puffy. I'm like, no, no, I haven't. Why are you asking me that? Like, this is weird. He goes, all right, just sit tight. He takes my license registration. I'm like, I am like this. So I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to have to explain this because the story's not believable. He comes back. He goes, sir, can you get out of the car? And I'm like, what? what? So I get out of the car. He checks my eyes. And I, when I have a jacket on, like I had a windbreaker on, like I sit with my hands in my, it's my comfortable position, but that's not safe for cops. And he keeps going, keeps going, Hey, will you take your hands out of your pockets? I go, yeah. And then I, like, just pat, like, self-consciously, I go to do it again because my country. Oh, so, like, I'm just no. fidgeting this whole time. Yeah. Luckily, he lets me go, and I'm like, this. Dude, he's going to go back and be like, I'm pretty sure I pulled over this stoner tonight, but I couldn't get him on anything. But he was out there going to the mall at midnight, whatever. Did you hear? Okay, so one more quick story. <laughs> okay, dude, we'll I got, come back to it. No, we'll come back. <laughs> I got another great one for you guys. Hold on. Don't uh, move. Okay, well, that's fine. Because- Wait, I can't tell it on air, I don't think. Never mind. No, you can't do that to us. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what. If you tell us that story, I'll tell you the story that Mitch told me once upon a time where the police officer thought that he was kidnapping someone. Confessions of a radio pair coming up. (laughs) Look, thank you so much to the boys in blue, but apparently we're just going to keep telling embarrassing (laughs) stories. Someone keep a track at home of the close scores apparently Ajay and I have had with the police because we're at two now and we're going to keep going because I coerced him to tell the story where he was like, I I don't know that I can tell this. You started this. You started this all. It's I just fair. want you to know you that. You want to tell your funny pulled over story, 435-7870-945. Oh, yeah, let's hear him. We can't be the only ones who have dealt Dude. with something like this. AJ McCall, VFX, AJ7. All right, come on. Tell okay, me. okay, Hold okay, on. okay. So this one isn't necessarily police, but it's really good. Okay, so I used to uh, do remotes for uh, a popular radio show in Salt Lake City. Okay. And uh, they have a former uh, coach on there, Ron McBride, former youth coach. Great dude. I was gone one day. And he had asked on the air because I, you know, my ethnicity goes, Hey, where is the little Iranian at? Problem is, I'm not Iranian. And so they said, Coach, he's Indian. And they're like, Oh, you know, and so they figured it out. Anyways, the guy who's hosting the show is also a play by play. He tells Utah State about this story because he thought it was so funny. 
Well, he was concerned about it. We're just getting on the plane, were. going to Wyoming. This is three years ago. We're, or I guess, yeah, 18, so three years ago. We're getting on the plane, and one of the SIDs, his name's Wade, good dude, sort of. Sort as we're walking of. on the plane, he goes, hey, who let the little Iranian on? But airplane people at the front are like, sir, we're going to need you to come here. And they're talking to me. Oh, jeez. And I have a beard at this time because it's cold. Yeah, and so they're like, season. show us your ID, your credential. What are you doing here on the plane? What are you, you know, what's your job title? <laughs> and there, people are just walking by me just laughing. That's ridiculous. And I was like, okay, come on. And so now I shave every time before we go fly. That's fair. I thought, see, when you start off with the dude in Romania remote, I thought you were going to say you got in trouble while you were driving a station vehicle because I actually got a speeding ticket driving the VFX van. Nice. Two years ago, we went up to Westside High School up in Idaho, driving up that stupid stretch, you know, the one right before Preston where it drops like sure 10 do. miles per hour. Sure do. I, I'm still convinced it wasn't as bad, but this cop pulls me over and I think, okay, I was, I was probably speeding a little bit, but like it's the VFX fan. If you haven't seen, like it says VFX everywhere Come on, on it. Don't you know who I am? A little bit of that, but the dude wrote the ticket. And the funny thing is on the, it has like a make model and then it has like a color of car and he wrote VFX logo. <laughs> I was like, come on. Come on, dude. From, okay. So from dinging cars to nearly getting arrested. Yeah, right. No, so I told you. So this is my favorite one. That, granted, this is Mitch's who used to work with us on the I AJ McCall Mitch. show. So apparently he had a car full of friends one night. And they were driving. He got pulled over. And he okay. still he had no idea what it was for. And one of his friends that was in there was a girl. She was the only girl. She was sitting in the passenger seat. So the cops doing the regular like license registration. You know, I pulled you over. And Mitch is like, I, I have no idea. So then the cop. The cop looks at the girl and goes, ma'am, are you all right? And Mitch, being who he is, is like, yeah, we're just hanging out. He goes, I didn't ask you. Yeah. Ma'am, are you sure you're okay? But like, the dude went through a line of questioning, basically putting it out there that maybe Mitch and his friends had kidnapped this lady. Finally, she got the, she started figuring out and talked and cleared the air or whatever. But I was like, I don't know how you deal with that. Like, if I was in the driver's seat, like, I would be crapping my pants and be like, I, I didn't kidnap. Like, what? No, stop. Stop asking her this. Like, no, I didn't kidnap her. That's unreal. That's ridiculous. And Mitch is one of the nicest dudes yes, in is. the world. He is one of the sweetest people ever. And this cop's like, I think he might have stole somebody. Oh, geez. Could you imagine? Uh, no. No, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, let us get to the reason why AJ actually should have been arrested. He revealed yesterday that when it comes to a certain dish that comes with a side of dipping sauce, he said, no dipping sauce ever. He's crazy. I gotta. I, I will give you a little bit of leeway if you don't do a certain thing that it seems like is very popular in Utah with ketchup. It's not as crazy as you think, by the way. Oh, well, you have a chance to explain for four seconds. I know. I know. You don't need a dipping sauce necessarily for everything. Lord knows, Utah, you don't need an excuse to do ranch or ketchup anymore. AJ McCaw at VFX, AJ subbing in. But like yesterday, we had a conversation about McDonald's, and AJ over here on VFX was like, no, nah, I don't dip my chicken nuggets into anything. You know, why, I'm your- why do you need dipping sauces? Because it's delicious. No, it's not. It just adds liquid to meat. Like You don't need <laughs> it. Soggies the meat. Do you want to oh, soggy you let it your meat? sit in it. You like sogging your meat. You <laughs> You only soggy the meat if you let it sit in it. Which you do. No, you dip and eat. It's a pretty quick process. That was what? That release time was record breaking right there. It's never that quick. It's never as quick as you're showing. <laughs> I got the technique down. Trust me. I have plenty of experience eating nuggets. Well, I mean, and, and, and why, why are you dipping them? 
barbecue sauce or I did barbecue you say sweet and sour. How gross hot that mustard. sounds! No, sweet and sour is and disgusting. And hot mustard that is gross. Mm. So good. And there's no such thing as a hot mustard, by the way. That is a lie. Okay. There is I'm not mustard. Gonna, I'm not going to get into this false claim. No, no. Yours. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Look, I like. do you put your ranch in sauce? Or I mean, not your ranch in sauce. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Shut it. Shut <laughs> it. Shut it and shove it. Okay. <laughs> do you put your pizza in sauce? I'm not one of the ranch people. I'll dip it in nacho cheese, maybe, depending on what kind of pizza it is. Oh, my gosh. That is abuse on pizza. Abuse, get out of here. Let me ask you this. I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to clear your name here because for whatever reason, a lot of weird people in Utah do this. When it comes to people call them burritos, but I'll just say Mexican food in general to give you a wide range here. Do you use ketchup? No. Thank goodness. No. Why would you do that? McCall, Producer Butters, my girlfriend Ashley. If you go get like... Down here at the gas station, say you go pick up some burritos there, they will get packets of ketchup and eat them. It is the grossest thing. You throw up. I know, right? You know what? No, don't you dare. Because you're on that same side too, no, Mr. Do Dipper. Not put, yes, do not you put are me the in that same group. side, no, Mr. Chicken Nugget Hot Mustard Dipper person. That is entirely okay? different. Entirely different. Mexican a, food goes into. You're abusing the meat. Depending on what it is, ranch. You maybe take some queso. a good. Crispy nugget with white meat inside of it, and you throw hot mustard on it. Oh, so good. You are on the you are so on the good. exact same side as them, dipping tacos into ketchup. Do not put me in that group. No, I'm you not. definitely are. I 100 percent am I want not. an apology. I got bad news for you. That's a Utah thing. That You're is not in a that Utah group. thing. It 100. It is I not a Utah thing. I have never heard of it until I, I moved here. I've never heard of a period in my life. AJ, I'm sorry to inform you. It's a Utah it thing. It is not a Utah. You I've never heard of that. Someone text into 616166. It Stop confusing the people. And let us know if you dip your meat into whatever it is. 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Is it a Utah thing? While you're contemplating that, the poll of the day is just simply to prove Ajay's wrong. Do you dip your nuggets in some kind of sauce? I have a feeling not only are you not going to be in the uh, majority, it's going to be overwhelming. How many people are not going to be with oh, you? Gross! Oh, that is so gross. I don't even dip my fries and stuff. Ugh, okay, now you're just you're in ba- you are already embarrassing yourself. Like I feel bad now. Oh, I'm sorry that I have wonderfully fresh cut baked fries without any needing for the soggy and with with whatever the crap you're doing it with. Utah's VFX on our Instagram story vote: Do you dip your chicken nuggets in some kind of sauce? Yesterday, up. Oh, wait, quick timeout. Hashtag team dip your nuggets from 4613. That's the text message. Told you, buddy. What are you dipping them in? We'll find out. Yesterday, uh, we the new employee started here in the building, right? So, Ajay and I were working and got introduced to us. And then, oh, yeah. And got confused because, you know, Ajay and AJ. And it happens quite often. You get called AJ, I get called Ajay. It happens all the time. So I figured we could try and help people differentiate by playing a game called Who's Most Likely. Okay. If you set of questions, who's more likely to blank? Figure out. AJ or AJ. Nuggets. So the names are AJ and AJ. AJ filling in for McCall while she's out. Uh, AJ McCall in Utah's VFX. But it can be a little bit confusing. Yesterday, a new uh, co-worker started here, got introduced to the both of us, and then had to take five minutes to make sure to sort it out and get it correctly because it's AJ and AJ. So I thought, okay, let's let's help the people sort that out. So we're going to play a game called Who's Most Likely? All right. So I'll ask the question, and then we'll decide amongst ourselves who is most likely to do that. So something easy to start with, who's most likely to cry at the end of a movie? Ooh. 
see you're thinking about it. See, because I'm thinking about it too. Because I, I think the answer is me. I, so I put on a tough front, but I'm kind of a sap. Okay, well, let me ask you. Did you cry? When's the last movie you cried in? Ooh. You know, uh, uh, last night I was watching um, iRobot, and it's the scene. Have you seen it? Okay, yeah, you would be then. <laughs> the, the, scene where, I didn't, the, the scene where he talks about the little girl, Sarah, who dies. You don't yeah, get a little missy when he gets upset about you're it? definitely my okay. life. I, I mean, right. last night I cried in is Christopher Robin, the real world. I like, haven't seen that dude, one. That, that is a messed you, up. You know what gets me each time? And it shouldn't, because I've seen enough times. But I love the part. I get a little, a little misty when during Remember the Titans, when the coach finally Jeez. calls out, when the coach finally calls out the refs or whatever, and they start getting into it. It gets you me every really time. You really crying that part? I don't cry. I get a little misty. I hold oh my back. Gosh. I'm a man. I got it. Okay, well, actually, I mean, I cried in the Muppets Christmas Carol. Like I always, it always gets me like when little Timmy, the little froggy, <laughs> you know, is is hanging out, and you know, and they're, <laughs> dude, that gets me every we're, day. We're chefs. Okay, good to know. Okay. Uh, uh, Okay, I have a little background. Who's most likely to fall asleep in class? You. Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I was in an English class my junior year, and the first two rows of kids fell asleep. The teacher got so mad, she goes, all right, the next kid that falls asleep is going to go to the principal's office. That next day in class, same two rows, everybody fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be you. I've never fallen asleep in class in my life. Never once? Not once. Oh, man. I, I w- I'm not encouraging it. I just, my, the, that English class, and then I had uh, government, government my senior year, everybody <laughs> slept during that class. I slept on a zipper once. Ugh, my eye hurts so much. Okay, okay. Who's most likely to become a police officer? You are. Really? I was going to say you. No way. You'd be that police officer that everybody knows. Hey, it's Officer Andre. How's hey, it going? what's going on? What you doing over there? You. Not me. Uh, nothing. I'm, I'm just to... uh, hanging out at the mall at 1130 at night. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Enjoy your night. Go get it. That's exactly why I can't be a police Call of Duty, officer. I'll be home at about midnight. I'll play with you. Yeah, you. Type that's more. No, I think it's you. I'm more the no law way. bender. I am not a... I mean, I support the police officers, but I'm not... Yeah. Okay, who's most likely to embarrass themselves at school? Me. You got a story you can top mine? Tell I've you. got plenty of stories okay. I can top I'll tell you. Yours. I'll tell you mine. My most embarrassing moment is one of my most embarrassing moments at school. So somehow we got into this f- metaphorical fight, me and a few other students, that we were going to uh, try and give each other wedgies. So one day in German wow. class, this kid named Alex, I didn't do it. I, I pulled up his shorts because they were sagging. I pulled them up. I pulled up his shorts, his actual shorts, and I thought, ha, gotcha, while also not doing something stupid that would get me in trouble. He decided later that class, pantsed me. Whole thing, teacher, everybody in my business. And I was like, wow, okay, this, I hate this. I hate everything that's happening right now. Lord, strike me down now. Please just end it. I mean, I got thrown in the trash can in eighth grade in front of a class. And the girl I had a crush on pulled me out. Uh, well, that's very I, sweet. Of one her. time, I, in my freshman year, we went to Lagoon, and I was too short for the rocket ride, like by two inches, and so that was embarrassing. Let it slide. Let it slide. Let's just let him go. I chased after a girl one time. I got clotheslined by a security rope. Ooh. One time, I was walking. I was walking up on campus, and there was this one of those. You know how those they have those chain fences where they kind of just drop down into U. They're not really fences, but they're there. I, every day, I took that same route. I jumped over it every time. This one time, two very cute girls were walking, and I tried to jump. I caught my foot on it right on my face. One time, me and my friends stole a construction cone at the uh, <laughs> school and then put me inside of it and reeled me down the stairs. <laughs> I, I don't know that that sounds enjoyable. I don't know if it's embarrassing, but it's not very enjoyable. <laughs>
you can win. You can have that one. You're most likely to embarrass We have video of it. Oh, my gosh. I have to see this. <laughs> I have to see this. Uh, <laughs> speaking of who's most likely, who's most likely to tattle on a celebrity they see out and about? I don't know if anybody else saw this. Oh, that's you, Aj and I got into this. Me, what? Okay, we can discuss this. <laughs> Aj and I got into this, though, on our podcast, and I just... I would just like to take a second to channel some of this rage into the idiot that is Urban Meyer. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We already played the game. Who's most likely to figure out, you know, separation between AJ and AJ can be a little bit confusing. He's subbing in for McCall, AJ McCall at VFX. And I had one more for you. Who's most likely to record a celebrity to potentially tattle on them? A la Urban Meyer this past weekend, who apparently had heart issues, but not enough to get bumping and grinding with some okay tiny we, thing out in the Jacksonville tiny bar. Tiny thing, jeez. Facts is talking facts. Talking about Urban, the, yeah, yeah, Urban Meyer. Are you, no, when you no, say tiny no, thing, are you talking the girl. about? Okay, yeah, just didn't. For know. those unfamiliar, Urban Meyer is the coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was, was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> he was recorded sitting on a bar stool in a bar with some woman that is. After, Not his wife. After he would have like a birthday party with his grandkids. Ugh. He sent them away. Okay, grandkids, time for bed. Grandpa's going to go play. Now, can we be clear? I think the person recording that maybe initially, maybe initially they were like, that's Urban Meyer. Like, I'm gonna, I got to get a picture and be like, oh my gosh, Urban Meyer's yeah. here. But that person recording it was like, no, 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 no. You're about to get busted, Urban. See, I, I'm not that guy. Like, I don't go to a celebrity no. and ask for an autograph if I've seen Not him. at all. No. Because I, I, I think working for the Jazz when I did, it kind of taught me there's no, like, that's fair. There's a private space to obey and to respect, and you just let them have their space. And so if there's someone, a celebrity at a place, I just leave them alone. Don't film them. Don't photo them. Just, they're not there to be bothered. I, I tried they're to there do to that. Be no, they want naughty yeah, things. No. <laughs> Meyer for sure. I tried to do that, but did I ever tell you the story about how I've met CM Punk for wrestling fans no. out there? So CM Punk's from Chicago, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what year it was. I want to say it was 2016-ish. The uh, Chicago Blackhawks, the hockey team, went to the Western Conference Finals. They actually won the Stanley Cup against Tampa, but they went to the Western Conference Finals against the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. As a like, combined yearly present, I bought my dad and I really nice tickets. So we went and sat 10 rows from the ice. They won in overtime. It was a crazy game. It was like game three. So after the game, my dad and I walk up out of the lower bowl into the playing, and I I see him go by, and I recognize him immediately. I know who he is. Everybody does. All my dad hears, all my dad hears, where was that? And I just take off, and he's like, huh, huh? What are you doing? So I run up to him, and I and I I admit this. Don't do this, but I was like, Mr. Punk, I'm sorry. Can I take a picture with you? Oh man. And he goes, he goes, he goes. If you make it quick. So now I'm panicking. So I get my phone out and I can't find the camera. And then I do, and it's facing. It's not a selfie picture. And he goes, he goes, come on, you don't know how to work your own darn phone. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got it. So I took a picture with him, and I have a picture with CM Punk, who I think was a little bit astonished that anyone recognized him because, like, he's a local celebrity. But wrestling, I think, is still a little bit niche, niche at times. I knew him right on, and he, he was so kind. He gave me some crap about it, which was totally deserved. But he was super nice. That's about the only time I think I've so, tracked down a celebrity. Be like, please. First time I'd ever run into a celebrity was Thrill Bailey, and it was down in the like the basement of the hallway of the Utah Jazz Vivens from Home Arena. Yeah. And he walked in. He saw me. We shook hands. He introduced himself. I introduced myself. Talked for a little bit, and then he goes in for like that bro hug where you, you know one hand shaking, and then you go in for the bro hug. Yeah. I give him a hug, and I'm like, man, this guy's firm. And I'm like, wow. I realized I was grabbing his butt cheeks, both of them. <laughs> I mean, firmly <laughs> grabbing his. 
He's like seven foot nothing, right? And I'm five foot nothing. And I'm like squeezing really hard. I'm like, whoa. And then I was like, oh, shoot. I grabbed Earl Bailey's butt, man. So I pull away and I'm like, dude. Good game. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at me with a smile, puts his hand, he goes, hey, let's do lunch soon. I'm like, sounds great. <laughs> Bailey was in. Like, you guys are tight now. So if you ever want to do lunch with celebrities, you got to, you know, go in for the hug, grab the butt cheeks, and uh, you're good. <laughs> All right, I, I, the question who's most likely to collaborate celebrity's butt was not on the list, but you win, man. You win. Congratulations. Let's get naughty. Bonus points for you. What do you do when you buy a house that uh, inspired an entire horror movie genre? I mean, logically, the answer to me would be move. Burn it down, I feel like, is definitely on the table, though. Now, the awful thing is, if you find yourself buying a house, I mean, going through that whole par- process, the arduousness of it, I think is a nightmare already. AJ and McCall for the Automations Group debated eight on VFX. AJ is filling in for McCall today. And the uh, question is, what the heck do you do if you inadvertently find out that you buy a house that inspired an entire horror movie franchise? Without even giving into which specific horror movie it is, if you found out that it inspired an entire horror movie franchise, it didn't go well. It's not like there's a horror movie where it's like, oh, well, they bought the house and that saved them for everything. No, it's it was on some, it was built on something it wasn't supposed to be. Somebody lived there and died that it wasn't supposed to be. It's in an alternate dimension. It has ghosts and it's never a good thing. But a couple bought a house in D.C. without knowing that it was the one that had an alleged case of uh, that inspired the exorcist, an alleged case of demonic possession. The people that bought it said, though, oh, we're not too worried about it because, uh, you know, all the evils actually attached to the people, not the house itself. And I got to tell you, Ajay, if the question is when it comes to a horror movie, I don't care what it is, if it's people, if it's ghosts, it's attached had to house or not. It happened in the house. Mm-hmm. And so the answer is run, no, pass, hard pass, burn down the ground. Insurance mo- insurance fraud, here we come. Look, I'll tell you a story. This didn't even this didn't even have to do with demonic possession or anything. When uh I was You living- believe in that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. We'll get to it in a second. But when I was in middle school, when I was in middle school, my mom was moving. So we were redoing my brother at that point in time had bunk beds and they were looking to redo our rooms. So they're like, oh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna look to possibly get you a new bed because we're gonna do separate rooms. We're gonna get rid of the bunk beds. And I was like, that's great. I want my own room. What kid doesn't? Well, about that time, my mom's great grandma passed away, and they were like, hey, she had a big queen size bed. Uh, do you want it? Because we're just gonna get rid of it. By the way, she passed away, and I was like, absolutely not. One hundred percent, no. I don't care. No, I will sleep in the bunk beds for the next few years. Best. You would sleep in a bed somebody passed away in? Yeah, it wouldn't bother me one bit. Okay, then would you be okay buying this house that inspired the whole Exorcist franchise? No. Probably not. Smart man. Better safe than sorry. So if you never had any haunted encounterings whatsoever then? None. No paranormal run-ins? No. Ooh. Okay. Because the only way you get those is if you go looking for them. The only way you get those if you, is that if you go looking for them. Now, I heard the story about Producer Butters and McCall seeing some tree move behind him or something like that here at the studio. Yep, that happened. We have video proof of a ghost. I, it's not a ghost. It is a ghost. Okay, for those who don't know, so we were, I was trying ginger ale because I'd never had it before. Yep. And we were in our conference room. We had all the doors locked. The air wasn't on. And we had put this fake tree behind us in the shots because there's these huge windows that people yeah. walk by all the time. 
And in the video, you just see the tree do a little shimmy. And no vent was on, no nothing. McCall notices it in the video, and she reacts. I'm not paying attention whatsoever. It's the ghost. There's a ghost in the building. Like, on, like say that really slowly to yourself right now. There's it a ghost was in the building. a ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you know what? You know what? I got it. I got it. I've been in this building alone, and I haven't seen no ghost. I haven't seen anybody. My, come on. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Two things. One, I will regale you with some of the stories from the building and my personal life, and you tell me what you think. Got a non-believer here. As AJ says, paranormal ghost. Fooey. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date.vfx. You really think that there's a ghost just hanging out, like in its free spare time that it has, hanging out in the Cash Valley Media Group building? First of all. Oh my gosh, there's Casper. Hey, what's up, buddy? First of all, we know for a fact that there are people that were here, will be here, that will work themselves to death. So yes, yes, I do. What, are they still here on this earth, mortally? No. Oh, oh wait, wait, yes, on this earth. Yes, yes, I was yes. Like, what the, the feds? Yeah, they're yeah, dead? Yeah. So, okay. So you didn't, you didn't like the tree story, which was legitimately a ghost. Uh, okay. It was legitimately a ghost. Every uh, August, minus obviously last year because of COVID, we do the back to school tour, right? On VFX, yep. we go to the schools. So it's in August, uh, maybe a little early September. It is warm out. Two years ago, I went out to get the station vehicle, and it is in a hot August morning. It is toasty. I'm wearing shorts and a shirt because it's warm. I'm walking. I'm putting my stuff in the front seat. I go around behind the vehicle, and I walk through a freezing, freezing patch of air. Walk through back to warm again. Tried to walk to find it again. Could not find it. I legitimately walked through something. <laughs> what? That happened. <laughs> Maybe there was a breeze, man. It was Maybe not it a, was breeze. a breeze. It was a patch There's of... A... <laughs> no, it was a patch it was of cold air. It was a breeze of... It, like it comes right at you and it hits you. It's like, oh, wow, okay. <sighs> okay, uh, when I was in uh, college... There next to my high school, there used to be there used to be uh, this old building it used to be a retirement home, and then they closed it and they moved the residence somewhere else. So then the school bought it and they turned it. They it, since it was an old building, they turned it into a haunted house, called it the haunted mansion. So uh, they closed it down for safety reasons, and it's been bulldozed since. But when I was uh, my freshman year of college, I went back to my high school because one of the kids was still in high school worked in the in the haunted mansion. He had been there forever helping out. So he said, hey. You guys want to? You guys want to go through it late at night when no one's there? I was like, Yes, yes, I do. So we went through and everything was fine. And, and they were closing it. So he said, If you see anything you like, take it because they're just they're knocking it down. Who cares? So I took these two pieces of sound equipment. One was a voice distorter that had a little microphone to speak in, and it could change it different ways, make it warbly and all that. And I had another one that was just a, an echo machine. So both of them needed batteries. They were handheld devices you could set somewhere and then just talk in the mic. And they didn't have batteries in them. I kept them in my bedroom, and about a week later, middle of the night, they go off loud. They wake up the entire house. They have no batteries in them. They weren't on. They just go off in the middle of the night. Scared the crap out of me. I put them in my parents' garage. I have no idea what happened to them. They disappeared. Haunted. <laughs> so in the ghost free time, it's like, you know what? Let's go set off a couple of alarms here. I'm, I'm bored right now. Hey, let's go to AJ Knight's little area. There we go. Let's, let's let's set this off and get him all spooked out. 
Yes, that that sounds so legitimate right now. I just wow, cool. You just not even, you're not even willing. Listen, ghosts do exist. Paranormal does exist. I've had my encounters. Okay, you live in a okay, state. Well, here's what I'm saying is that you have to go look. For, you have to go ask for it. I wasn't you asking. Were, you have to go stories, ask for it. All of those stories, none of them was I like. I then sure it hope wasn't I find a, a ghost. ghost. Then you it find- wasn't a ghost. You have to physically go actually look and ask for that and be like, "Hey, can I please come find a ghost in this building?" Hey, you know what? Maybe today, AJ, I'm gonna go around. Hey, ghost! Uh, I don't know what your plans are tonight, but uh, I'll be around the studio from four to six. You wanna come hang out and do an interview with me on the full court press? That'd be cool. Maybe we can talk about some of your uh, spooky stories or something. Okay. With everything that is in me, I wish for a ghostly encounter today on the Full Court Press. I don't wish for any harm. I don't wish for any detriment to anything. But I wish for Ajay to experience something See, paranormal. you are asking for it. I That's am now, what I'm talking about. I am now just so you learn a lesson. <laughs> I'm putting all of my thoughts, my will, my soul, and everything I can to manifest some kind of paranormal happening that doesn't harm anyone, that doesn't cause huge issues. I just want it to be very clear and concise that it does exist, and I'm wishing for it to happen sometime between 4 and 6 today when Ajay's doing a show. That's what I'm doing. I'm manifesting it for now, you. Now, that's called ghost karma. Ghost In the ghost dictionary, it talks about ghost karma. Oh, gosh. Can I ask you one simple question then? If yeah. you don't believe in the paranormal, have you ever found yourself in a very, 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 very scary situation and or place? Yeah. Hey, okay, maybe for a minute, but now things are getting spooky. AJ says, nah, 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 no, no paranormal, but at least acknowledges, yeah, he's been in scary situations. AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ filling in with McCall out. So let me ask you this, AJ. Since it is the season, and hopefully it's not too scary because, you know, neither of us do horror movies. Well, I don't mean I don't go look at and try to go find ghosts, so it's it's going to be all right. Ghost. The question is, where is the scariest place and or situation you have found yourself in? That's super easy. So I was in Cleveland serving a church mission, uh, the ghetto area, and uh, there was my, me and my companion, I guess is what they call it. You know, he was way ahead of me because I walked kind of slow and... Two kids were talking to me. They're about age 13. Uh, you know, I was talking with them, and then one of them said, hey, I've got something for you, and he pointed a gun at me, and we're about you and my distance away. Good gosh. And then, like, I just turn around and start walking. He starts screaming to me that he's going to, you know, he's going to shoot or whatever. So finally I turn around, and we're about 20, uh, about 30 yards from each other, and I, and I swear to life, this is what I said. I said, shoot. If you're going to shoot, then just shoot. Just stood there, waited, 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 and then he, he put his – Gun down. I don't know if it was real or fake. I really didn't have time to look, but I just, you know, turned around and walked away. That, and then probably when we had our house broken into, same area, um, but we were asleep, and yeah, I was upstairs, and someone had turned like the hallway light on from downstairs, and then, uh, and so uh, we, you know, I went back to bed or whatever, and then the next morning I got up, and he had a, uh, or at least the the door was unlocked, so he had probably hid himself in the house somewhere. Because I went back downstairs to look, and I couldn't find him. That's crazy. And then he left after I went back upstairs. That yep. probably scared me. You the most. you win, but it wasn't a ghost, so it's okay. It's <laughs> look, probably a real human. Being. My assumption was not that it was a ghost. <laughs> you, that's that's terrifying. I had a, I've told the story before. Um, there was a school shooting when I was going to school, and uh, really the, the most terrifying thing, I was not on campus that day, but my brother was in one of those buildings where he couldn't get signals, so nobody could get a hold of him for oh. like an hour. He was fine, luckily, but everybody's freaking out. 
Uh, one of my scary situations, though, I was driving um, on some country back roads back home in Indiana. And, you know, country back roads, I think, are the same everywhere. They're dark. There's farmland everywhere. There's not a whole lot going on. And something ran across the road, and I swerved to miss it and then spun out and crashed my car. And I had no idea where I was. Oh, so luckily GPS exists, even though my phone was dying and they were finally able to track me down about an hour later. But I like for that first 10 minutes, I'm sitting there. Thought you were done. My trunk is in the backseat of my car because I hit like a they call them survey poles. They're these big poles that farmers, I guess, put down in their land so they can yeah. keep track of their property and they're anchored deep. Yeah. So it crushed my car and I'm sitting there. I don't feel good. Uh, luckily, the adrenaline keeps the pain from wearing because like at the week after I was like, I can't walk upstairs. It's terrible. But I was like, I don't think anybody's going to find me. I have no idea where I am. My car is not going anywhere. Luckily, GPS was working in that part of the state, and I, they were able when to track me this? down. See, it was before I moved to New Mexico, so 20, 2014, 2015. Oh, Terrified. Terrified. I've never had a good pair of sunglasses since. That's the most scary. I'm just kidding. I had two great pairs of sunglasses in that car. Destroyed. Cannot find a pair that I like since. Yeah, that would that would scare the well, crap out of me. I mean, you you know, that you've done more than enough travel. Like those yeah. those country roads, if you let them, if you think about it for a minute, they get you because you're like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. This is how every horror movie starts. Now I'm crashed in the middle of nowhere. It's over. I'm done. I still, when I fly on a plane, I like. I mean, I don't have any serious issues, but it's just like when you're on the plane, you're like, just get us to where we need to go. <laughs> Land. It, there's Please. always that just I one thought that like, just get us to where we need to go and get me out of here. I hear you. Maybe not quite as scary as the story shared, but it's still quite alarming that all this time doing park narcs on VFX and people still, still can't figure it out. If you're snoozing in on Monday, nobody can blame you. You got to get your vote in, though. Make it count for the most annoying parking job in Cache Valley this week. Two nominees, both apparently were in a hurry and they thought, oh, these stripy rectangles, these are fine, right? I could totally just park here. It's good. AJ McCall on VFX, AJ filling in for McCall and well, you have two differences here because, see, nominee number one, they had extra time. So not only did they park in a spot that they are not allowed to park in, they doubled down, Ajay, and they turned around and they backed it in, let you know, yeah, I'm definitely going to park here. Because you also don't park that way if you're going to be parking there for a short amount of time. Yeah. No. Well, and the other part is just the arrogance. Yes. It's not even ignorance. It's arrogance to say, I can park on the stripy line. <laughs> And then nominee number two. Oh, that's just pure disrespect. <laughs> same, same rectangle, same stripy lines. This problem, though, is that they parked in between two people who are parked in those special needs spots. So they were in a hurry and decided, no, it's fine. I'm just going to squeeze. Let me just, let me just scooch on past you here, Ajay. It'll so be fine. Bad. So the question is, which one is more obnoxious? The person who is in a hurry and decided to squeeze into two cars who probably need that space, nominee number two, or the arrogance. Of this blue little cross track who decided, oh, I've got time. Nobody's here. I could just back into this spot. I'm not allowed to park it. It'll be totally fine. I could just take my time and mosey, do a little window shopping. It'll be all good. Which one annoys you most? It is pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Vote for the one that annoys you the most. Which one, if you drove up to you, would be like, oh, I hate these guys. Which one would you hate more? And if you see terrible parking, of course, please submit to uh, our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. That is how you get to compete for prizes. It's also how you get entered in for the end of the year tournament, which is coming up because I don't know if you noticed, today is October 5th. 
Utah's VFX, all social media. It's where you vote as well. VFX is Florida not is way easier when it's only the AJ part of the AJ and McCall because, well, you don't have access to the Facebook page. Dude, why do you guys do this? Every time I come on to the show, you're like, oh, man, this show is so much easier when, you know, my regular co-host is here and now the Aussies hear it. Okay. It sucks. It's hard. Rewind. I did not say the show is so much easier. Yeah, my you pretty did. much I said did. Facebook roulette is easier because it's a competition no. between McCall and Man, I. And since AJ doesn't so have much access easier. to the Facebook page, makes he can't hard. play. You know what? Yeah, you know what? You did You did make it difficult today. We learned that you don't believe in ghosts. That's true. Paranormal in general. We learned that you are just... Tough as nails when it comes to crying at movies, and frankly, we don't respect that. We like people There's who no crying in movies. That's an underrated baseball movie, for what it's worth. A League of the Ring is a good movie. It's a very good movie. Um, for mine, I laid on my friend John, actually Cody's dad. His post is someone who looks like they're freaking out. It says when my brain goes on a little adventure instead of attending the conversation I'm having. <laughs> Here's the question for you: How many times do you say "huh" without hearing something before you finally go, "Oh yeah, okay." I, I don't know, but I remember one time we were doing play a Mountain Crest game and you were talking to me about something during yes. the middle of the game. Yes, I was. And I totally just zoomed out and I was like, I just stared at you. <laughs> and I thought, what should I say? Because I had no idea because I wasn't paying attention. Happens to the best of us. To me, the answer's two. It was like a great a- tackle over there. <laughs> the answer's two. Like, if you say something, I go, huh? And you say it again, I go, huh? And you say it again, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Yep, yep. <laughs> big big uh, biscuits and gravy fan over here. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ McCall, Utah's VFX, the same thing. AJ, shout out for yours. I forgot to throw this out yesterday. You know, it seems only fair to let people find you since you help us out. Yeah, uh, I'm on uh, InstaFace. What is that, Instagram? InstaFace, got it. Find yep. me on uh, just my name, AJ Salveson, Twitter at AJ Salvi. Don't find me on Facebook. It's weak. I don't get on. <laughs> of course, Ajay does the sports stuff. He's got the full court press from 4 to 6 this afternoon. Um, maybe just maybe mention that Ajay and I do a podcast that's going to be out later today. That's oh, hilarious. Oh, no. Trust me. It's coming out today, and I'm I'm mentioning it. Just sneaking out hilarious. there. Hilarious. Sneaking out there. Look, I'm just saying. Hall of Shame could not have been any better. One of our favorite listeners. There was a Coach Roast Fest for 10 minutes. Or excuse me. One of our uh, person's families in it. I mean, how often, you get to use, how often do you get to I use the really segue? Bad. You should, you, <laughs> but how often do you get to use the segue? <laughs> Speaking of Cody's mom, I mean, not very often. Till tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.